Hello and welcome to the Cancel Monday podcast, to the Cancel Monday podcast. Initially, I was going to do a podcast episode titled or about Are We Overworked? But I realized that humans are capable of such high workloads and certain workloads are better or worse for different people. So what might be a large workload for me might not be, might be quite easy to someone else, particularly if we're talking about like manual labor, for example. But it's also the same for, I guess, like intellectual or mental work. Some people are able to do larger workloads than other people on certain tasks, whereas that same person might be able to do more work say more creative work and they might find say like data entry or mathematics quite exhausting whereas maybe a mathematician might find doing um, design quite exhausting but then anything mathematical they could just do for hours and hours and so I realized trying to answer the question are we overworked I guess it comes down to like what work are you even doing kind of thing because it's a lot easier to overwork on tasks that aren't suited to your strengths or aren't suited to what you find energizing because the thing is when we do work that we find energizing then it's energizing (laughs) because for example like I guess like one of the key or big symptoms of being overworked is fatigue. But then if we're doing work that's energizing, that's obviously not going to fatigue us. It's like doing the opposite where we actually feel more energized after doing the work. And so if we're doing work that aligns with our strengths, then we can do a lot more of that than if we're doing work that aligns with our weaknesses, I suppose, because we're just going to find that strenuous and boring. So I guess it's a lot easier to be overworked when yeah you're just doing something you really don't want to be doing and so I was really reflecting on this right because I could feel so exhausted at my job doing certain things like I could have a list of tasks and it's just like annoying admin right where I'm just like oh like I just don't want to do this and it's almost like I exhaust myself just thinking about it because it has it's just like not the kind of work I want to be doing like I could spend hours and hours talking to people and being in meetings yes I'm one of those people that likes meetings because I like talking to people (laughs) and particularly because like the the meetings I'm a part of I'm I only go to meetings where it's like collaborative right I don't do any of those like presentation type meetings or really go to any of those my point is that like I almost get energized by more intimate meetings where there's only a few of us like I could have a headache and then after something like that I'll feel good also it's like I could spend like so many hours at my job and like I do like my job but like let's be honest like for a lot of us at our jobs we have to do tasks that we don't want to do because we're essentially working for someone else right and so I could spend hours and hours doing certain tasks that I find draining and I try to minimize because I know this I try to minimize the amount of tasks I find draining where I can and definitely work harder on the tasks that I find energizing because then I'm more likely to get more of those tasks I do a good job on those and so that's also the benefit of actually understanding your strengths and what work you find energizing is you know that it's like oh okay like if I work more on these types of tasks I'll actually probably be quite productive and do a better job on these types of tasks and then I'll most likely get 
tasks very similar to that because people will just start to see me as the person that can solve those problems. And so when it comes to my job, I could be spending hours doing certain tasks. Then I could spend the rest of the night creating or editing content or just like writing out different types of hypnosis or ideas for programs and stuff. And not because I feel like I have to, but because I want to. And so it's almost like I'm spending every hour of the day, quote unquote, working, but then at no point do I necessarily feel like I'm overworked because I'm mostly doing stuff that I either find energizing or it's pretty neutral and I and I make sure that if I have done anything that I find quite draining, I will do it like I'll back to back it with something I find a lot more energizing. So for example, if I and like I get that I'm also I'm probably quite privileged to have autonomy in my job even though I work for a large organization and I mean if you do have that autonomy around your tasks like you might still have to do certain tasks like I still have to do certain tasks but I have the freedom to kind of more or less choose when I do them like whether I do it in the morning or the afternoon or like it's kind of thing it's just like get it done this month sometime and so what I do is if I have quite draining tasks in if I just had to have to get it done sometimes I have stuff on my list for a week and I'm like fine like I'll just get it done so if I spend a few hours doing that I'll make sure I've scheduled some sort of like planning or a bit more of like bigger kind of like project management type tasks so for me anything that requires like planning and development particularly like project management so if it's like one complex project I quite like I just love mapping out when to do what tasks after when and and how just anyway like I love mapping out a project love it and I mean <laughs> that might sound totally boring to some people but I just make sure I always have like one big project that I'm working on amongst other things so because I'm a team leader technically I'm not meant to have like my own project I'm kind of just like helping other people with their projects and doing like HR and admin and management and stuff because you know ultimately in organizations right you kind of <laughs> If you want to implement something new and improve, like no one's going to stop you. So I always make sure I have like just like one big project going on so that when I do any of these administrative tasks that I find quite draining, then I can then block out a few hours to then spend on that big project and that it's almost like a bit more refreshing. And so through that whole time, like I'm just, I'm still continuously working, right? But because I've changed up the type of work, I've balanced out what I find draining to what I find energizing it's then refreshing me and so it enables me to just like keep working and do more work without necessarily like totally exhausting me or like wearing me out. And then of course when I get to the end of the day I get to then spend time on doing certain things. So for me like content isn't the most energizing it just kind of depends like talking. I love anything talking long form I guess there's like short form stuff it's not can find a little bit tedious though actually now that I've discovered the dictation feature on my iPhone it makes it so much easier but anyway I don't always enjoy doing it in the evenings and so I'll create content first thing in the morning and then do a big day of work and then I'll come back and I'll do other things that are a bit more like slower paced and maybe whether it's like editing or long form writing. And so even just like allocating different types of works based on like my energy and kind of like brain function as well really helps me do a lot more work. 
because then it's I'm like utilizing I suppose like my brain function so I did this a lot when I was in university so <laughs> in university and this will give you a little bit of insight into the, the industry I'm in so in university I did and I love doing this so I loved having subjects on the same day that more or less like use different sides of my brain so I would have like the most technical black and white chemistry as in like there is one answer there is no like almost answer there is one answer like I remember my lecturer used to mark in half points right so if you got an almost answer you only got half a point like you don't you don't get a full you it has to be a perfect answer and so there was like I did that type of chemistry which was just so I actually really enjoyed it because it was just so clear cut like there was no exceptions there was no like maybe in this situation and so I was also doing other quite diplomatic subjects they're a lot more conceptual like really at a lecture that really blew my mind honestly like I kind of broke down a lot of concepts and and things I kind of believed around society and cultures and communication like she was so so cool and so I would have that subject which is just so it's like so philosophical and diplomatic without it being philosophy it wasn't philosophy but you're really getting into like the philosophicalness of why we talk about things the way we do or why things are the way they are intellectually <laughs> you can go in any direction and there is no right answer type of subjects but I just love the fact that I could do both these like opposing types of work in a day at university because it was both were refreshing for the other like I think if I just spent a whole day doing one type versus another then I would find would I find that exhausting potentially I might not find the diplomatic one <laughs> exhausting but I think if I definitely did the chemistry all day I'd find that exhausting but it was it was kind of just like a nice change I suppose because I also need a certain amount of variability how I would I guess like schedule my homework is I knew that I was really good at solving complex problems like maths problems chemistry problems in the morning so if I tried to solve a chemistry problem in the evening it would take me hours to get nowhere and so what I'd actually do is and I guess this is a study tip but it also applies to any work you do today if it has kind of similar characteristics I suppose so what I used to do if I had a really technical problem that I couldn't solve in the evening I'd essentially think about it before I went to sleep and I'd wake up with an answer so cool like I totally it was like it was like a shortcut <laughs> to answers it was great but then it's also like just like the way my brain activity was in the morning and maybe like an actual brain scientist or a neurologist could probably explain this but all I knew is that I was really good at maths and chemistry first thing in the morning and I was a lot better at more creativity type tasks in the evening so whether it's like writing or essays that kind of thing and so I always did a lot more of my writing in the evening and actually I found that writing almost higher in the morning. It was like I had less of an ego in the evening. Like I would just like allow myself to write more fluidly. And so I did that in the evening. And so it's even like just being aware of when I'm the most productive on different types of work. And first we all have our like most productive time for any type of work. And I know for me, it's in the morning. 
I think for a lot of people it's probably first half of the day, but it honestly it depends. Like some people it's in the evening, um, early evening or late evening. And so there is, of course, like our general most productive window, but then there's also like more productive on certain types of tasks with certain characteristics. And then, of course, it also depends on if it's aligns with a strength or weakness. And so often it might be easier to do a task that aligns with the weaknesses. So just a task that you find quite draining. Uh, there's a lot of resistance. Like you kind of feel like you're dragging yourself through mud in the attempt to do it. Even if it takes like five minutes, it just feels like the most painful five minutes ever. Sometimes that can be easier to do earlier on in the day because you have that kind of, I suppose, there's like that willpower, decision-making energy where you can just like, just like, just get it done. Or at the very end of the day where you've got the time pressure where it's like, oh, I'm about to run out of time, just like get it done. And so there's like those windows for productivity. And then there's, I guess, when it comes to your strength, this is also like the brain function. So even if something's your strength, depending on, I guess, like what's involved in it, there may be certain times in the day you can do a lot more of that than at other times of the day. And then I guess it also depends on lifestyle, like an habitual lifestyle. So we can more or less like train ourselves as well so if you're quite used to not focusing at certain times of the day, I mean, I don't know the science on this, but I've, I've found with me that at certain times of the day when I know that I'm not going to be interrupted, then I just find it a lot easier to stay focused and like drop into being focused because I don't have that like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen kind of thing in the back of my head. And so scheduling something like recording a podcast or writing something that requires deep focus at certain times when I know I'm not going to be thinking about food, thinking about, you know, who's going to call me. These kinds of things also makes it a lot easier to get more done. And on the topic of habits, sleep. <laughs> so sleep is a catch-22, right? Because I always do this to me. I'm like, okay, I get into a flow in the evening and I'm like, okay, like I'll just, I'll just get some more done now. Like it's fine. Like I'm, I was meant to go to bed an hour ago. <laughs> and so it's like in an attempt to get more done, I don't sleep as much as I should. And then I wake up in the morning and I'm tired and then I can't get anything done. And I always, always have to remind myself every time I've got, I'm on that dopamine train and I'm just like, yeah, one thing after another and it feels so great. I have to remind myself like if I wanna get anything done in the morning, like I need to go to bed now. There's no, you should do this, you shouldn't do that. Like sometimes, sometimes just getting stuff done and then like sleeping longer in the morning or just like having a super chill morning is actually quite satisfying. But if it's when it comes to maybe like content, if I talk about more of the business as opposed to career side of my work, that's just like never ending. I don't know if it's the best use of my time. <laughs> to be staying up late making content because it's like there's always going to be more to create but sometimes if it's like there is like an end to what I'm doing like whether it's like publishing something then yeah then it is then I'm okay with staying up a bit later to get it done because it has like an endpoint. it's published it's uploaded it's done I don't have to work or think about that piece of content anymore but yeah when it comes to like short form content that's just like an endless cycle and then of course if you've got a career right then hopefully you're not staying up all night working on someone else's business um, unless of course you're being paid to work those hours so you can just like shut off go home close the computer don't be sending emails at midnight when everyone's gone to sleep like honestly the if 
you are working for someone else and you're being paid for a certain amount of hours, then get what you can done in those hours. I do not recommend doing free overtime. Definitely do not recommend that. A lot of people, of course, need to just like work more to earn more. If you're getting an hourly rate or a daily rate, or maybe just like an item rate, you customize things. So it's like you get paid for the item then of course like whatever spend as much um time on that as you need when you need to essentially it's always going to be a trade-off when it comes to sleep right so you can we can always choose whether we want to get it done and sleep late (laughs) or we sleep early and then get it done in the morning i guess like i know for me the benefit of actually going to bed on time and just getting it done in the morning is that i will have energy throughout the rest of the day and even probably more energy that night again when i say stay up late it's like compared to your usual bedtime because for some people like if their usual bedtime is midnight and they don't have to get up till 10 a.m that's fine you're not staying up late whatever the science says it's totally up to you everyone's routines are different but essentially if you're staying up late compared to your usual bedtime the work you get done when you should be sleeping is going to be of lesser quality most likely than if you just went to sleep and then did that in the morning and then you're also going to have like the additional quality of being able to do more work throughout the day because you're not fatigued and so that that's that's essentially a trade-off and then of course water like when i found out that when particularly well actually no all work any any kind of like level of effort whether it's physical or mental effort requires water because you're essentially i mean it's pretty obvious why you need water if you do like physical work but when it comes to your brain because of the electricity going through your brain when you're thinking and concentrating your brain actually has the capacity to overheat not like literally but it does actually heat up and so you need water to cool down your brain because if you're constantly overheating your brain (laughs) you're going to get exhausted a lot quicker so it's going to be a whole lot easier to work more if you're also drinking plenty of water and sometimes even though I'm at a desk sometimes I actually quite like even drinking electrolytes lights because I actually feel a lot more hydrated and I feel like I get the energy from the electrolytes as well surely there's something going on there with the minerals right just find electrolyte water actually quite energizing personally and then of course food i mean there's so many people out there that would probably say like oh this food's good for your brain and this isn't and whatever if you found out what i ate like i'm not i used to be so neurotic about what i ate these days like i i just i'm not like i'm cautious and i know what i can and can't eat I guess when it comes to food, there are things that I just know will give me brain fog. Like, and that's, I guess, like the key. I know for me, if I eat certain things, they'll give me brain frog, brain fog. And so I stay away from those and I will get more work done if I don't eat those types of foods. It doesn't mean you can't eat anything unhealthy. Like there's certain things that so many people would class as unhealthy and I eat them and they're fine. Like they don't affect my brain at all. So I'm quite happy to continue eating those. But just be aware that food can have effects on your brain. So whether it's just like something that you don't digest very easily or yeah, something that maybe you're a bit sensitive to. Um, So I know that if I have too much sugar, I get kind of highly strung like stressed and potentially emotional so that of course makes it really hard for me to just focus because I'm like "Ah," like a little child on sugar just like wound up and so yeah I guess just be aware particularly if you're 
having certain snacks at certain times and lo and behold at that time you always seem to have brain fog or you seem to get like quite tired like it, it could be whatever it is you're snacking on and so to summarize i talked about strengths and weaknesses so doing work that uses your strengths and so i guess if that's of interest to you let me know <laughs> i could do a whole pod podcast on on itself on just like identifying your strengths or trying to figure out what your strengths are but essentially if you kind of have a bit of an idea of what you find energizing and i'm sure you do versus what you find draining then if you can put more effort into the work you find energizing and also talk about it more so i've found that if I, when I identify a strength, I let more people know in conversation. So for example, if I'm talking to my manager, I'm just like, yeah, I'm really good at this. Or I really enjoy working on these types of work. And so I'm, I'm more likely to get more of those tasks. Yeah, so identifying what you find energizing, what you find draining and breaking it down. So you may notice that there's like a large task and then like certain subtasks in that you actually find quite energizing. But yeah, I, if you're interested, I could do a whole podcast on like the whole strengths and weakness thing. So starting point is identify those. And then there's also scheduling. So if you still have to do tasks that you find quite draining, scheduling them around tasks you find energizing to kind of like balance it out or refresh yourself and then also scheduling i guess according to your biochemistry as well can be quite useful that can take a little bit more i guess like awareness that one can be a little bit more tricky because i guess sometimes it can just like depend on the day and then you have, of course, your habits and routines. And all of this applies to really any work you're doing, whether it's like physical labor or intellectual work. And I totally understand that a lot of people may have limited autonomy over when and what they can do, but definitely just like having that focus towards those things, particularly if you're wanting to improve your work, the work you do, where you work, maybe you're thinking about getting a better job, focusing on your strengths and when you're quite good at certain things that'll also help you on your career journey so that was that get back to work <laughs> jokes <laughs> but yeah initially when i was going to the podcast around overworked i was like i work so much but i love it right and i guess that's another thing is like relationship to work is that when you really enjoy work you can just keep working and working and working. And oftentimes, I know for me, right, if there's any work I don't want to do, it's because I want to do some other type of work. And so it's definitely not about working less, but there are ways we could work smarter, work more in ways that actually maybe we find exciting and energizing. It's not always just like draining and stressful and blah, particularly when I heard the statistics about how work is the biggest cause of stress and it's like some of these things, working on your strengths, looking after your habits, as opposed to neglecting your habits to get more work done, seeing your habits as a way to get more work done by prioritizing those habits. So that's that and I'll speak to you next time.